Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Uh, there'll be a new day with the U.S.-Israel relationship. Uh, it will be ironclad like it should be. And I was a big uh, supporter of moving the embassy when I was in Congress. And that was a historic event there. I think the left wants to move it back to Tel Aviv. Uh, we will never let that happen. That will be the embassy uh, from here to eternity if I have anything to do about it. Uh, we are going to stand with Israel uh, and support their efforts to defend themselves to the hilt. What happens in the past is you'd say U.S. would say, yeah, you could defend yourself. And then maybe behind the scenes, work with the U.N., work with the Europeans to try to put pressure on Israel to stop. We will not pressure them to do a so-called two-state solution with Palestinian Arabs. There is no two-state solution. That's Ron DeSantis. And the differences between these candidates and Joe Biden is pretty massive, considering that yesterday at 11.52 a.m., Joe Biden and the, the White House called a lid. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Do you know what a lid is? When they call the lid, it means that there's nothing else coming out from the White House today. There'll be no other statements. There'll be no other appearances. There will be nothing. So when it was learned, when it was learned that 11 Americans are dead in the attacks from Hamas, a terrorist organization, controlling Gaza and the lives of Palestinians, quote unquote, when it was learned that 11 Americans were dead in the attacks from Hamas in southern Israel, there was no appearance from President Biden to speak to the country. Rather... There was a press release. You, you, you think I'm kidding. You think I would lie about such a thing. Biden did not make an address from the Rose Garden, from the Oval, from the East Room. No. He makes a press release statement. Statement from President Joe Biden on American citizens impacted in Israel. And you understand this is so that when they ask uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, about it today, she'll say the president did make a statement. No, he didn't. That guy took a nap. Israel at war. The Middle East at war. Joe Biden was having a barbecue. Now, I'm a guy who likes a good barbecue. I wrote the book literally on barbecue. Maybe when an ally is getting attacked, you're like, hey, I'm not going to be uh, doing the barbecue today. You know, we'll move that to Tuesday. It was for White House staffers. It's super nice. Thing. Guys, you understand. This is the job. We've got work to do. Let's work the phones. Let's get the data. Let's make sure I have everything I need. He is having a barbecue. And then... 
with nothing going on in the world yesterday, he was done before noon. So you can surmise one of two things from this. Joe Biden doesn't give a damn how many people were dead. Or Joe Biden's an old man who isn't actually in charge of himself, never mind the country. Now you say to me, Tony, how dare you? (laughs) Cat's out of the bag, kitten. That's where the independents are. Certainly, the Republicans have always been there. And now, there's a fair amount of Democrats who recognize that maybe this guy's not okay. Either he doesn't give a damn about dead Americans, or he's an old man who isn't running the country. Now, if you ask me, I might put my money on the former. And you say, you don't think he cares about dead Americans? Kids, I saw the withdrawal from Afghanistan. This guy's got a history. And if you think that's rough, tumble, rude, or crude, my gosh, we still have three hours of radio to go until my second show. Oh, it's going to be a rough day for you. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. We're together, life is great. So with the sun don't shine today, you know I'll be on my way. So is the U.S. at war? That's our question. As we discussed yesterday, the idea that this only affects Israel, the idea that it affects me because I'm Jewish and doesn't affect you because you're not, that's just not the case. And I appreciated the text and I appreciated the, the, the emails thinking of you. Super kind. I'm thinking of you too, kitten. This is about all of us. There is a terrorist group supported by Iran, which deals with Russia and China, that thought it okay to not only invade into Israel, but rape and murder women and kidnap children, women, and the elderly. This is World War II Nazi kind of stuff. And I know, Tony, you can't bring up the Nazis. I'm comparing that situation of the actual action. I am not in the place where, uh, for example, Mark Levin is in referring to Hamas members as Nazis. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning, because I believe that brings confusion. I'm giving the last time something like this took place. This isn't the same old, same old. And we are going to go through a litany of statements of people and groups that want to blame Israel for what happened. It is indeed a time for choosing, as it always has been. What's interesting is Jews are just figuring this out. I have long discussed. You've heard me here, guys. My people, my people. Do they not know they vote in a way that is against their best interest? Do they not know that they aren't aggressively dealing with the threats around them? Hamas cannot be reasoned with, and Hamas cannot have a deal made with them. Hamas is a terrorist organization, and it's us or them, pick one. If you're Jewish, and you don't understand that it's us or them, pick one, then you're not a serious person. At this stage of the game, after this, after October 7th, there's no longer a place to sit on a fence, or to say, yeah, but, or say, well... 
you are asking for your own death. What other people won't discuss and we discuss here is that it's the same for people who aren't Jewish. It's us or them. It's the free and thinking world or it's their barbarism. That's it. Now, people are upset with noting that Hamas acted in a way that can be called barbarism. And they are very, very upset with the Israeli defense minister who was very clear, very clear in his statement yesterday that there will be a siege on Gaza. It's in the Hebrew and then uh, the translation. The translation uh, should come through pretty clear. We are imposing a complete siege on Gaza. There will be no electricity, no food, no water, no fuel. Everything will be closed. We are fighting against human animals and we are acting accordingly. We are fighting against human animals and we are acting accordingly. Ilhan Omar finds it offensive that such a thing should be said. As the world is condemning Hamas's attacks, we must also oppose an Israeli military response that has already taken the lives of hundreds of Palestinians, including nearly two dozen children. The Israeli defense minister has called Palestinians human animals and promised to cut off all electricity, all food, and all fuel to civilians in Gaza. He didn't call the Palestinians human animals. That's not what he did. Again, that's Ilhan Omar lying through her damn teeth. She's a liar. She's a terrible person. She hates Jews. Get it straight. Are we still debating the facts? He referred to Hamas as human animals. As a matter of fact, he didn't even do that. There will be no electricity, no food, no water, no fuel. Everything will be closed. We are fighting against human animals and we are acting accordingly. We are fighting human animals and uh, we are acting accordingly. What do you call people who come across, slaughter 260 concert goers, rape the women, and then kidnap children and the elderly? Cousin? Your problem, Ilhan Omar, is that you won't accept what happened. Because in your view, I wonder if I could, uh, what are the words that Ilhan Omar would use? That's it. Some people did something. Some people did more than something. Cutting off the food, cutting off the water, the this, the that. You mean uh, Israel has never done that? Oh, no, 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 no. You see, they'll talk about Gaza as this open-air prison. First of all, Israel pulled out of Gaza in 2005, I believe it is. And secondly, if it's a prison, it's because of the warden known as Hamas. They always allowed food through and water through and medicine through. Always. Because the Israelis have always been better than Hamas. Better human beings. The facts are the facts are the facts. Well, now you've murdered 900 people. It will be 1,000 today. And Israel has said, we're done here. It's different. It's over. Now we want to see whether or not the diaspora, 
Jews across the globe say, you know what, it's different. Now I want to see if Democrats in the U.S. say, yeah, it's different. Do independents say it? I already know where the Republican Party is on this one. There's a change that has happened, still needs to happen, and I worry won't happen completely. That states, that change, that states, we're done with these people. We're done with Hamas, it's us or them, and we choose us. The savagery in southern Israel being referred to as ISIS level. That is correct. The pictures are insane. The destruction is beyond belief. The stories are horror stories. They're horror stories. You get triggered when someone uses the wrong pronoun. They covered themselves with blood and slept in a hole, actually didn't sleep, hid in a hole, and hoped nobody would find them. What many Jews did during the Holocaust to try and trick uh, the Nazis and stay alive. By the way, we should be clear, your pronoun doesn't matter. And if you put pronouns on your LinkedIn page or put pronouns in your bio or pronouns on your, on your CV, I'm not hiring you because you're really not worth it. You're so into yourself and not into the actual gig that I just don't need that kind of ego. I've got plenty, thank you. But I started with a question, is America at war with 11 Americans killed? It's a good question. We should address that. And I will. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Republicans dropped a herd. No, herd. Will Hurd, former congressman, former CIA operative. Yeah, he dropped out of the presidential race. Well, what what do you think I said? I said drops a herd, Matt Bear. What, what do you what do you think I said? Was I not was I not clear? Pretty pretty sure I was clear that the Republicans dropped a herd. Huh. I don't know what other people heard in that. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. He has dropped out of the race. It was a very, 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 hold on, not done. Very, 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 just just keep going. In, In your head, I'm still saying very, long shot bid for the White House. I don't even think he's a bad guy. I've never actually thought he's a bad guy. Policy-wise, I I wish he was uh, stronger on a a multiplicity of subjects. Conceptually, I think we'd be on the same side of what needs to get done a good 80% of the time. What's interesting is that he then endorsed Nikki Haley. I thought it was interesting, not in in, in the choice of Haley, but we'll get to that, but that he thought he needed to endorse 
and his less than 1% of the vote. He doesn't even register in national polls. I just thought it was odd that that he would that he would endorse anyone. Haley is doing well. If you take a look at Iowa, she is firmly in third place. Firmly. Now the last poll that took place was September 24th. There we we are due not only for some new polling but really um We're getting close to final polling. That'll take... Actually, yeah, for Republicans, it will. Democrats are the ones who changed where their caucus is. We'll see if things have changed. Nationally, she is also in third place, but she really does still register in those single digits, and that's a problem. What's interesting is New Hampshire, where the latest poll was the USA Today Suffolk poll, which put Trump at 49 Haley at 19, DeSantis at 10. Chris Christie at 6. Chris Christie's entire methodology is New Hampshire. And he's blowing it there. Ramaswamy only had 4%, which is okay because Pence only had 1%. The Real Clear Politics Average has Trump at 45, Haley at 14.2. And if you say, well, it's Trump under under uh, 50%, Trump's been under 50% before in, in New Hampshire. Uh, he has been plus 26 and plus 28. Right now, his average spread is 30 points. Still massive. It's still massive. But the other candidates are clearly still getting money, at least because, I mean, they're still in this race. They're still making moves. They're still uh, putting it out there. And yes, there needs to be another debate in Miami with the rules that you have to be over 4% nationally. Which means Pence, Christie, Scott, Burgum, and Hutchinson would all be out because they are not averaging 4% nationally. DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy? All right. That could be fun. Now, does Trump show up? That's interesting. Is Trump going to show up tonight? Because they're going to, the Republicans are going to get together in D.C. and try and figure out who their speaker is going to be. Which brings up the conversation of McCarthy again, anyone? Oh, oh, the palace intrigue. It's going to be something. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Who is Robert Malley? It's an important name to know. Because Robert Malley was put on leave from his job as special envoy to Iran. Why? Well, his security clearance was suspended earlier this year. An investigation into his handling of classified material. Meaning he mishandled classified material. I I guess it's not just Trump. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. What is the mishandling? What is it that took place? Why does it matter? Robert Malley's history with the progressive left goes back to uh, seemingly his college days and another guy who uh, went to Harvard, 
Harvard, by the way, Harvard students had put out a, a, a statement in support of uh, Israel's destruction. Not all Harvard students, but too many of them. And I had somebody text me. And and if anybody uh, has a, a student at, at IU or is, is listening from IU, uh, there was a, a rally that was going to take place in support of Israel. And then the Jew haters got together and decided to have a rally in the same spot at the same time. So the people who supported Israel's existence and not being butchered then moved the rally. Can anybody tell me what happened and what took place? I would like to know if it's the Hillel uh, down there or, or or another group that put it together. I would love to know what happened. And if you're a college campus that wants to have a rally in support of Israel, just reach out. I'll, I'll help you put it together. I will find the people who will help ensure that you can have a safe and secure rally on your campus. I'll show up. Oh, no, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that. For this, I'll show up. You want to have a rally? You want to have a, a meeting? You want to just just reach out. You're on a college campus. I'm happy to do it. But I'd love to know if something because sometimes it's it's telephone. You heard this. You heard that. And and I it, it, it was it was substantial enough. That I was like, okay, did something happen on the IU campus where where a group was prevented from speaking because uh, a group of people who think that Hamas is decent uh, decided to to stop them. And if you think Hamas is decent, uh, my gosh, why would you be even on a college campus? Can you imagine that you're recruiting students who think that Hamas is decent? You'll notice I said Hamas. I didn't say students who believe that Palestinians need to be able to live their lives. That's a very different argument. I said, could you imagine actually having students on your campus that you accepted to your college who think that Hamas is decent? Pro-Palestinian letter from Harvard students provokes alumni outrage. Well, of course it should. Colleges don't actually accept the best and the brightest. They accept the woke and the wokest. Can you imagine accepting students, seeing students on your campus supporting Hamas? These terrorist thugs? These murderers of children and women? Man, good Lord. I'd be pretty embarrassed if I was a college that accepted that. Back to Robert Malley. Robert Malley was in the Clinton administration. Robert Malley was uh, part of the Obama presidential campaign. Didn't have a former role, just provided advice. He joined the administration to consult on the Persian on Persian Gulf policy. And he replaced uh, Philip Gordon as a special assistant to the president, White House coordinator for the Middle East, North Africa, and the Gulf region. And he was the lead negotiator on the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action. The Iran nuclear deal. This guy has a history, and Biden brought him back to be the guy to start again with Iran on nuclear diplomacy. This is why I stated on social media a few days ago, and I got pushback from uh, the Midwest board of the Anti-Defamation League, a guy who's a member of, of the law firm Perkins Coie, 
I got pushback for noting that the Obama and Biden administrations were never willing to admit that Iran is the enemy and they cannot be dealt with. It was ignorant. It was outrageous. It was dangerous then. It's ignorant, outrageous, and dangerous today. Iran is funding terrorism. Iran is just as guilty for what happened in the southern parts of Israel as Hamas because there is no daylight between the two groups. The money comes from Iran. Now, why does all of this matter? It matters because Mali, Robert Mali seems to have a very soft spot for Iran. And he was suspended and and put on leave because he may have not only mishandled classified information in terms of sharing it with some people in Iran, he may have looked the other way on sanctions, including allowing money to flow. The conversation about Iran getting the dollars, the $6 billion that was released by the United States in this prisoner swap, I made the argument, I want to be clear, it wasn't that $6 billion that caused this terrorist attack. That $6 billion will cause other terrorist attacks. This could easily have been funded by not actually enforcing the sanctions. You're going to hear a lot about the name Robert Malley. And learn that there are a lot of people inside this administration and inside our country that don't believe like we do. That don't care who die for their ideological goals.